Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80, Episode 22. This week's podcast is about those of us in our later years who know we are not done yet. I've had a book called The Creative Age by Jean Cohen on my shelf since it was published in 2000. It's about awakening human potential in the second half of life. See, here's the problem. The world's in sad shape, and it looks as though people my age are the only ones not watching TikTok or playing video games. I really don't have anything against social media or games. It's just that I don't see how spending 20 hours a day on recreational devices is going to solve anything. You know, in almost every war, after the shiny new weapons get used up or destroyed, Countries bring out the old ships and tanks, the ones with some use still left in them, though they might not fit so well with modern warfare. You see, that's what those of us are who are beyond retirement. Maybe we're a bit rusty, but we still have some good left in us. We still have a part to play in the war for the survival of humanity. In Cohen's book, he often mentions people who remained engaged well into their later years. Michelangelo lived to be 88. He was alive from 1475 to 1564. He was 72 years old when he was appointed architect of St. Peter's in Rome. That is a project he worked on until he died at age 88. Blind, deaf, and mute Helen Keller also lived to be 88. She published her book, Teacher, in honor of her teacher, Annie Sullivan, when she was 74. Catherine Graham, the retired publisher of the Washington Post, didn't write her first book until she was 79. It's called Personal History. It won the 1988 Pulitzer Prize. The point is, while society may think we're all ready for rocking chairs, some of us intend to go full speed ahead, as long as we can. Today, I have an interview with writer Betty Boswell. I admire Betty because she transitioned from her career as a teacher to a writer in retirement. Her books are traditionally published by Mount Zion Ridge Press and Elk Lake Publishing. Her first book, On Cue, was published last year. Her second book, Free to Love, will come out this month. She has a book called Dottie the Dream Horse, a chapter book for middle grade students and that is going to be published by Elk Lake Publishing. So, I'd like to welcome Betty. I'm here today with Betty Boswell. She is a fellow author and a good friend, and she's also a writer. And something that I wanted to share is uh, that she began writing as part of her retirement. You know, I think a lot of us want to do that. By the time we retire, we've got all these stories and all these experiences, and we want to share them. But then the question is, can you really start writing in retirement? Betty did this. Yeah. And she's written a couple of chapter books for the classroom, Sidetrack, and what's the other one? Skateboarding. Skateboarding. She writes inspirational romance novels for adults. Welcome, Betty. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad to be here with you, Anne. Uh, it's a very honor a great honor to be here with you. You ask about writing in retirement. 
it took a plan. About four years before I retired, I started getting serious about writing a book. I had written little plays for my kids at school. As a music teacher, I had also written um, some little stories for my own children. But about four years before I retired, I decided I was going to write a book. And I wrote one, and I went to a convention, and then discovered I knew nothing. So I had about four years before retirement. I decided to make a plan. Um, I went to workshops. I joined the ACFW, which is the Christian Writers Association, and I joined SCBWI, which is for children, and learned and learned and learned, and eventually I developed uh, a full novel that I sold, and I also started, as part of my training, I went to some children's writing workshops too, because I did that for school. So I wrote some children's manuscripts also, and that's where the sidetracked and uh, skateboarding came in. Well, I really, uh, I've enjoyed both of those, but I really want to talk about your novels, because we all have a novel inside us. Mm -hmm. At least we think we do. Um, I read On Cue. That's your first novel. I enjoyed it very much. And one of the things I liked about it is uh, not only that it's faith-based, but that it's funny. <laughs> you know, so much of Christian writing is so serious, uh, you wonder if people ever laugh. And yes, I like the humor in On Cue. And can you tell us a little about On Cue? Okay, so On Cue is about a young lady who has um, written a musical to save the local historic museum. Uh, I drew a lot of my own uh, personal experience into that book and uh, because I did write a musical for the community that helped the local historic museum. It didn't pay for the whole thing. It just helped add mm -hmm. some funds to their um, kitty there. Um, but the humor came from dogs that I had owned in the past. Yes. And I added those two dogs as the humorous relief. I also had an older woman in there. And you'll have to read a little bit to find out what her role was because that's part of the humor is discovering who Honey is. Yes. So. Well, there's another novel. And now, On Cue was published in 2020? I, yes, it was. Yes. Right in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> yes, but now you have a second novel also published by Mount Zion Ridge Publishing, mm -hmm. which is a traditional publishing house. Yes, it is. And um, this is available for pre-order on Amazon right now. Mm -hmm. I have already ordered my copy. Yay, thank you very much. <laughs> even, though I ordered, even though I ordered it, I had read a pre-published copy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Free to Love connects with On Cue. Can you tell us just a sentence or two about Free to Love? Right. So Free to Love um, still has Jenny, which is the main character from On Cue, but it mm -hmm. goes into prequel, just like the Star Wars trilogies, mm -hmm. or more than trilogies now, did prequels. I went back before Jenny uh, experienced her story in uh, On Cue. Um, she researched the Underground Railroad and found diaries and poetry that helped her write that musical that's featured in um, Free to Love. And so she 
is kind of at the beginning and at spots in the book. But the main story is about a couple of young ladies, one in slavery, one her mistress, um, and they discover a family relationship. I won't say what that is, but you can Mm -hmm. read the book and find out. Uh, And they eventually go north together for Mm -hmm. a good part of the journey. Well, I've enjoyed both of these, and um, I know you had a plan. Is there any other advice you would give to people who want to write once they've retired? I think you have to realize that you don't just sit down and write a book. You have to study uh, the elements of writing, take a class from a local college, or take a class through... Um, There's lots and lots of um, internet sources that you can take classes from. And having a very good critique partner like (laughs) Anne is also a good resource. I think um, we started out in a a group setting with the children's writers and learned a lot in that setting and then became uh, just the two of us outside of that group. I think you have to um, know that you might not get published, and I think that's important that even if you don't get published, you have a family heirloom that you can hand down to your kids and grandkids um, to read someday and remember, hey, my mom wrote that or my grandma wrote that. Betty, that's great. Thanks so much for stopping by. All right. I was glad to be here. Thank you. All of Betty Boswell's books are available on Amazon. If you're looking for a good read, give them a try. I'd like to thank Betty for being here today, and I'd like to thank you for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of Speeding Past 80.